0: I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the Hellbeam Power Hour. hour. <laughs>
1: To the Hell Ming Power Hour, episode number thirty-five. Man, we're just cranking them out. Don't forget, if you're new to the show, it's the Hell Ming Power Hour where the reviews are fake, the synopsis are fake, your host are fake, (laughs) we have fake guests, fake celebrities, the ratings don't mean squat, and uh, we're really bad cooks. But the movies are real.
2: The movies are real. The The movies are real. Yes,
1: That's all you need. That's right. And also, when we're not telling the truth, you hear Brian Blessed say... Hail hey, oh, To let you know that we're just kind of goofing off.
2: That's not even true. The movies aren't always real. Hail
1: hey, oh, Ming. <laughs> That's true. That's right. We actually covered a movie that wasn't real. Don't forget about our... If you didn't check out uh, our movie commentary that we did for Flash Gordon, which ended up not being Flash <laughs> Gordon at all... <laughs>
2: You know, <laughs> we do have a uh, we do have a, a history of, of asking people what they want and not giving it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we do. <laughs> so, I'm sorry
2: about that, everybody.
1: But what we do give you is a trip back in time in our time machine, which no other show has. So you get to jump in with us and experience the feel and the sound and the smell of the time machine. <laughs>
2: Speaking of smells, remember <laughs> that we have a sponsorship with Cindy's Sensational Smells. That's and, right. Uh, you can s- smell the difference.
1: Smell the difference. <laughs> so uh, our show thrives off of our sponsors. And also the other sponsor we have is for the Florida Atlantic Ironworks, where we're proud of our erection. You're going to have to lose sponsors.
2: <laughs> we also have uh, Rick its Karaoke Masters. We put the deaf in tone deaf. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Uh,
1: So yeah, man, this episode, we're going to jump into a sequel to the movie that we just covered last week, which was House. So we're doing House 2. And in my mind, I'm hearing
2: Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) I I always think Steve of the Werewolf Bitch.
1: Yeah, well, that's a hard one to follow up. So So we'll be right back in a few minutes with our guest again. Mark Allison's going to hang out with us again and cover some house, too. So we'll be right back.
3: The Hail Ming Power Hour is brought to you by Mullet and Mullet Entertainment Law. Business up front, party in the back. subjects of Mongo, like you. Hail Ming!
4: And we're back.
1: Yes, yes, we are back in the New York groove. All you KISS fans know exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, man, this is going to be fun because we're going to tackle House 2. We had such a good time going through the first one that we said, hey, why not? Let's just go ahead and follow this one up. And I have to admit... I forgot. I haven't seen this movie since probably when it came out. I forgot how much I like this movie. Uh I love the first one. You can't really even compare the two, but I yeah. really like this movie a lot. So uh excited about that.
2: Yeah, I, I put down after I watched this um that, you know, house two is like uh it's like weird science and my science project. Right. What it's not like is it's not like house one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so there's a house in it, but the house doesn't even really factor into the story as yeah. much. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah, it's just a place for your stuff. That's what Carlin said.
2: It's it's more about a uh, crystal skull, you know, That's like right. like that movie that came out, what was it? Uh The Phantom?
1: Yeah, The Phantom, yeah. Yeah. Treat Williams, right?
2: Yeah, Treat Williams. He I, was The I Phantom, hate, right?
4: You
2: know, <laughs> it was The, the Phantom and, and and he's like, "I need those skulls." Yeah. Yeah, that's that's top five line right there for sure. That right there is probably the the top extent of Treat Williams. I
1: remember when he was fighting uh, uh Amy the gorilla in in Congo? That was it's fun too. Amy,
2: good gorilla. <laughs> I need those girls. <laughs>
1: All right, I got him laughing in the background. But to to hang out with us again, we got our good buddy Mark Allison, who's just as wacky and crazy as we are. Mark, welcome back, buddy.
3: Oh, it's great to be here with my two good friends. The man in the back who's ready to crack and raises his hands to the sky, Mr. Danny Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> and the man so free, his name does not need a C, Rick Morgan. Yes. <laughs> wow. I would just like to say Treat Williams is so ironically named. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel the same way about, about the word Williams. <laughs> like, you ain't Venus, and you ain't Serena.
3: I, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, I heard somebody say, is it really, I think it was Mystery Science Theater said, is it really fair to say this movie is starring Treat Williams? Isn't it better to say most of the time the camera is pointing at Treat Williams? We're
2: <laughs> right, bringing up. Bring it up. Uh, Last tangent, bringing up mystery science theater. My favorite mystery science theater line is is when a guy walks in the room and says, "Sorry, I was so long," and one of the guys says, "Braggart." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're getting ready to take a trip back to 1987 to check out a house too, and the only way to do that is to climb in the old, the old skull bat monster time machine. <laughs>
0: skull bat monster. That's right. So
2: I you agree? I just got my back aligned for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, co- it'll be all right. I'll, I, I'll sit on your light this time. Okay. So go ahead and set it, Set up your appointment
1: with the chiropractor. Because here we go.
2: Did we get a chicken again?
1: Maybe. We never did find it. I guess any chicken will be. For God's <laughs> sake, stop your Well, we went right through the sea of fire. Did you see that? Oh. <sighs>
2: Yeah, when, when, when it, I put my hand out and I, like, surf the air. Yeah. It's yeah. tough It wasn't a good idea, man. <laughs> my fingers are numb. That's
3: because they're 20 years older than the rest of us. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a
2: mangled claw of a hand. <laughs> yeah. Time chicken, help me. Take me away. <laughs> Time chicken, take me away.
1: Help <laughs>
3: me. Oh... This is what happens when I get together
1: with these guys.
2: All right. <laughs> You're not the one with a mangled claw of a hand. Did you
4: scratch my back? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So
1: here we are in 1987, man. It's uh, it's uh, It smells about like it used to. So pretty smells cool like stuff. Spirit. I'm wearing some. And Taco Bell. I'm wearing my British Knights, man. I got some BKs on. That's right. How do you like me now?
2: I got my Eddie Murphy jacket on We're ready to go Eddie Murphy We jacket. actually took it from We took it from Eddie Murphy Yeah he's not happy with that.
1: Is it is it the raw jacket or the delirious jacket It's for the, the yes. raw jacket right The raw jacket yeah. yes. no.
4: All The
3: right. only Eddie Murphy jacket
4: <laughs> I get
2: delirious uh, that, That's yeah. <laughs>
1: Speaking yeah It's
2: a movie with John candy Why are we doing that movie
1: Speaking of delirious We got a synopsis here for House Two. Speaking of Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Also, speaking of Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Right. Here's a synopsis for House Two.
3: This is the evil force from the golden child. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about House Two. House Two. (laughs) When he betrays us, we have to kill Tommy Tong. In order to do this, we must know where he lives, and go there, to
4: his house, and he must be there, be in his house, too, <laughs> with fun for the whole family, watch the movie, where we kill Tommy Tong, he betrayed us, house 2,
1: You know how much cooler of a movie that would be if that was actual, actually the synopsis.
2: <laughs> we need to we need to do an episode on that movie.
1: Tommy <laughs> Tongue. I hear your Tommy Tong. So, so,
2: so, so uh, when I was recording that, I uh, actually I to put the Lair of the White Worm music behind it once, and <laughs> I almost kept it. it just it, with the guy singing, it was just too distracting. <laughs>
1: All right, man. House two. Uh, Like I said, kind of forgot about it. And actually, just watched it a couple of nights ago. And I really, really enjoyed this movie. And what a cast, too. A cast of people that we all love for different reasons that we kind of forget about. So you got uh, Avery Gross, who's in this, who's the main character, uh, who was in the classic Oscar award winning. Soul Man, and he was in just one of the guys.
2: Yeah, neither of those. He was a main character, in right? Yes, Not a main
1: character, but he was also in the Experts with John Travolta.
2: Well, and I looked him up too because he was extremely familiar, and I was like, "Where have I seen him?" I knew some things. He's done a lot of theater work, and he's just—he's just a really. He seems like a nice guy. Like he's he's really friendly looking, and he's kind of unique looking, but he's not unattractive. He's just not your standard, you know, leading man kind of guy. And he looks
3: like Julian Lennon. I thought right. he deserved the Oscar for just one of the guys, so
1: he got to
2: be that year. He looks like Juliet Lewis, <laughs> Juliette, Louis Le- 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 Dreyfus, and then you Richard got, Dreyfus.
1: You, you got Jonathan Stark in this movie that we know and love from from Fright Night, who uh, instead of being the the bad guys worker or whatever you want to be assistant. Now he's like just a fun, loving, crazy kooky guy.
3: That's right That's where I've seen him before. <laughs> that
2: was driving me crazy Right. And you know, and his part is as as uh, Tony Stark's brother in Iron Man.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: I actually have him down as like uh so Jonathan Stark as his friend and the uh and the puppy centipede monster I said they were the early roles of Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber and Triumph the Insult Comedy Dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and then we got uh, Laura Park Lincoln in here, which is from, I could almost arguably say my favorite Friday the 13th movie, but part seven. She's the the, the girl that's got the, the psychic abilities.
2: It was was she his girlfriend at the beginning? Yeah. Okay, I, I knew I'd seen her before. She again, you have you have a lot of unique looking characters, and right. I recognized Charlie's girlfriend as the as the uh, the redhead from The Mask.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know, she was. You, uh, you had Cameron
2: Diaz on one side, and you had yeah, the Amy, journalist on Amy Yas
1: Amy Yasbeck. She was married to John Ritter. She's she was in she's yeah. in, in a bunch of stuff. She was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, as Maid Marian, and I mean, she's been in tons of stuff. So I think what we're getting at
2: people is that there are a ton of people in this movie, maybe not all leading, you know, like Hollywood A-listers, but people who have been around and and good actors and actresses. And then you have the movie. To get into this, since we've already had the synopsis and everything, what's our reason to watch it? So Danny, kick us off. Why do we watch House 2? I'm going to say that the first movie had George Went a top reason to watch the next movie. Is John Ratzenberger? Yeah, absolutely. You got Norm in the first movie. Hey, why not throw Cliff into the second one? Right. It's it, and you know he's he's got I wouldn't I argue to say it's a bit part, but he's got a uh, a character actor role in it that is just fantastic.
3: Well, as Bruce Campbell once said, "They're small, and then there's pivotal." <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so in the pivotal role. <laughs> well, and the fact that he said that about the spider-man movies makes that all the better that's true As, i mean I, I only know that because i was talking to mark yesterday and he told me that um credit where credit is due and all but yeah um my my first reason is uh, is john ratzenberger and to just not leave that hanging there's a poor there's a part in this where the all hell is breaking loose in this house and they call an electrician and it turns out that it's uh, john ratzenberger and you come to find out that he is an electrician slash adventurer.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And
2: uh, <laughs> he, he finds a portal, and he go he goes to his toolbox and takes out a, a sword and uh, goes in with him. He's got a string to make sure that as they go, they don't get lost in the labyrinthine ta- temple that they're moving into, and, uh, uh, and a flashlight and. And he's, he's talking about, oh, yeah, in these old houses, you get all kinds of stuff like this. I mean, he's just, it's fantastic. <laughs> he, he's just being, he's just being John Ratzenberger.
1: And when he pulls the, the lampshade off and he hits the light bulb with the screwdriver and it breaks, you know. And he just, I mean, it's just crazy over-the-top
2: stuff, man. It's, it's great. Very, very entertaining. It not
3: have been made in America. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> his, his toolbox knocks something off of a table and he goes, oh, it doesn't look like it's all that valuable. I mean, he's just, <laughs> I wrote it down here saying Bill the
3: electrician comes off as a goof and then becomes the baddest man on the planet. Right.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and, and I love it. At the end of the sequence with him in it, which we're, we're jumping way ahead, but he was my reason. Uh, he's he's hanging back to, to cover their, their retreat. <laughs> you know, and all the, the natives are coming up to attack him. Right. And the, they run off with the girl. And then when they get back out of the portal, he's on the other side. He's already oh, there. I was to worry. <laughs> I've been waiting for I've been waiting for a couple hours now. <laughs> it's
3: just, and just the fact that they call this guy to fix their electricity and he finds a portal to another universe in the living room. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, you got yourself an ultimate dimension here. It's just, like, it's just so laid back about it all.
2: <laughs> and, and this is kind of the epitome of the movie. It, it doesn't feel the need to really be all that serious or explain all that much. And, and it's better for it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So what you got, Mark? What's your number one reason, man? My number one reason is the bad
3: guy, Slim.
1: Slim, um, yes.
3: Yeah. Just kind of a quick overview of the movie. Um, it's uh, these uh, guys, they they move into this house, and they find out uh, that the main character finds out that one of his ancestors was hunting for this magical skull.
2: and Crystal skull. Um, Yes, true. The crystal skull, like that movie, uh, the, the Phantom? The Phantom, yeah. 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 Yep.
3: <laughs> Show me the power. Uh,
2: <laughs> Top five line right there. Show
3: me. So, um, through his very strangely basic deductive reasoning, he realizes that the skull was buried with his great grandfather and goes and, and digs him up. And of course, he's still alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cause that's what the skull does. Is it grants immortality. You know, they're, they're not really clear about what the skull actually does. I need more
2: well, skulls.
1: <laughs> well, when you order the, the skull, at, at, when you go to Crystal's and order the skull, you get five cheeseburgers and free fries. So that's what it grants you.
2: Free fries is, is, a, is a game changer, too. <laughs>
3: I got a fever, and the only thing that could cure it. It's more
2: skull. I miss <laughs> that movie with the, with the kingdom, and, and there are those crystal skulls. Uh, the, the Phantom. The Phantom, Phantom. yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, anyway, um,
3: you find out that uh, the, uh, the grandfather who's uh, had the skull originally uh, got into a fight with his partner when they were looking for it, kills him, they were cowboys, and uh, his partner's name was Slim, he's the bad guy, and you don't really see him. You hear about him throughout the movie, but you don't see him till the very end. Right. Where they're they're all sitting around the most messed up family dinner you could ever <laughs> think <of. laughs> they, they take the, the tray off the turkey, which the fact that they had a silver platter with know. a lid on it was just fabulous, <laughs> I thought. I mean, this is not a very, you know, well-to-do family. <laughs> they take the lid off, and there's this... Skull there with this long red hair and this uh, handlebar mustache who just rises up out of the the table and it's Slim the bad guy and he looks just like a live action version of Tex Hex from Gravestar. Stars yeah <laughs> and he is just frightening he is he's a scary skeletal zombie cowboy who's got the same voice as Doctor Claw from uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> In fact, at one point, he pulls out his gun and says, "I'll get you next time. Next time."
1: That's a lot.
3: <laughs> there you go. But no, no. Slim was. Uh, it was really goofy right up until he shows up, and then it got scary.
1: Yeah, what a re- what a reveal for him too. I mean, coming up through the table, you kind of see him at the very beginning because of the the backstory of the family being killed and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. but you only kind of get more of a silhouette kind of thing going on there. But, uh, yeah, man, he's a cool bad guy. (laughs) My number one reason for watching this movie is teaching 170-year-old dead men... To drive, <laughs> probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, man. They jump in the Alfa Romero. they take off down through there. He's letting Jesse Grant, Gramps, you know, the guy's been dead all this time, teaching him how to drive. Then they stop and get off on the side of the road, and they're just drinking liquor and having a big time. So he says, "I better drive back. You're too drunk," or something like that. <laughs> and they drive back. Then. Then I love when Charlie flips out of the side of the car when he's trying to get out. He just does the somersault, falling back. And Gramps is looking for him. I just that whole scene is just great to me, man.
3: And the the fact that uh, you have a sports car and you have the brilliant idea of let's give it to a man who has never even seen a car. In right.
1: His life. <laughs> Nothing bad could happen there. <laughs> and I, I love the running joke of them. Whatever car comes through there always knocks that same cinder block statue down or whatever. I love that, man. Every time. (laughs) All right, Danny, what you got?
2: My next reason to watch this movie and surprisingly a Google search will not bring up a picture of it, I know I tried, is the Santa puppy. That was my next one. Yep. That was my next one. So, okay, we're not going to try too hard to tell you what this movie's about because that's a fool's errand. I'm going to just go along with what Mark said. These people move into a house. The guy's ancestor had uh, been hunting this crystal skull. The crystal skull grants immortality. So of course they get the skull and the guy. And somehow this crystal skull has these magical qualities that allow it to open up dimensions. And from these dimensions, everything that comes out wants the crystal skull. So there's this primeval dino land that, that opens up a portal. <laughs> well done, downstairs. well done, yes. <laughs> in the in the uh, in the Elvis jungle room up there, and. Um, <laughs> And of course, you know, so they they go in there. Uh, this uh, professional wrestler guy comes out, uh, and and you know, in the middle of a an impromptu Halloween costume party that happened while they were in the basement drinking beers with uh, with Jesse. Yeah, you know, so I'm not making any of this up. You know? <laughs> no, like no hell means they, they're in the basement. They're in the basement drinking beers with Jesse. They come up. Oh, there's there's this there's this crazy Halloween costume party going on because it's the '80s. And if you turn your back, you're gonna turn around. And there's going to be a kegger going on. That's just what happened in yep. the '80s. And uh, so this, this uh, there's
1: one happening right does, now while we're doing this show.
2: No, um, so so anyway, <laughs> we're locked in the bathroom. So they, they put the skull on the on this thing, the, the altar. It 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 opens up this portal. This thing comes down. They go. They have to go back into this this jungle dimension after the skull. And while they're there, they pick up this cute green puppy Muppet. That's also a centipede.
1: Uh, c- caterpillar. They call it the catter
2: puppy. Maybe
1: that's why I you can't find cat it. Or puppy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, cuz I was like, man, there's got to be a dozen pictures of this thing because it's so bizarre. And but I didn't it, find a one. But it's so cute. There's It is it's really cute. It's really cute, but there's a
3: scene in it where this uh, this barbarian character has been chasing him <laughs> and he gets eaten by this giant monster that (laughs) it's like a a dinosaur mole almost I don't know how else to describe it
1: my next quote that I've got down here my next reason it says barbarian eaten by a large platypus
3: (laughs) in the back of my mind I was always thinking that little puppy caterpillar is cute but what if it grows up into that thing
2: (laughs) (laughs) what I have here is the wrestler caveman wrestler slash caveman and the giant rat creature
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, You can't describe what this thing is. I mean... And it's stop motion.
2: I guess what I'm going to have to say is that in order to explain the Puppy, I had to talk about it, but... The whole sequence with the primeval um, dimension where they had to go get the skull, and there was a caveman that stole it, and then he got eaten by a rat creature, and then it was swooped down and got by a pterodactyl that dropped it in its nest, so they had to climb the, the thing. I mean, it's all very hokey, but it's a lot of fun.
1: And you just gave away my next four or five reasons, but that's Okay. <laughs> A, I
3: had to explain my reason. I, I got a feeling our reasons are going to be overlapping here right. in this one. Here.
1: But, and I love the, the reveal of the cat or puppy, too, because when they fall through the, the, the roof and they come down and crashing, and then it's like it's on Charlie's leg.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And, and it's like, oh, it's eating
2: me alive! It's eating me alive! And
1: it pops up Just it's got this cute little puppy face. and You know, it's such a cute little thing. I want one. Well, we'll get you one. You can get your bat skull monster, and I want a cat or puppy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you can have your cat puppy. I want my bat skull monster. <laughs> skull bat monster.
1: Skull bat monster, right. I would like to
3: take a quick moment to uh, for one of our sponsors for the show here. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, Dino Land. We kill less guests than Jurassic Park. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mark, it's also your turn, man. Okay, so kind of... What we were talking about earlier, my next reason is um, and he was listed on IMBD this way Arnold the Barbarian (laughs) Yeah He's the the caveman guy that shows up at this party, which by the way came out of nowhere
2: (laughs) That's what I was saying, they
3: turned their back and see i can't we can't just talk about one thing without it leading into something else No, they're in the basement talking to their dead grandfather because you know that happens and they say i think i hear a noise and they go upstairs and there's a raging halloween party going on right and they're just like oh well that's happening i'm like you know no one asked to come in They just came in, set up the bar and the sound system, and just started partying in somebody's house, which I just think is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, during the party, this big barbarian guy comes out. Like they say, looks like a professional wrestler.
1: For no reason. I don't... (laughs) Just out of nowhere. I (laughs) was... i don't have
3: the actor's name I, I had it on my nose but i can't find it right now but it's the same guy who played buzzsaw in total recall right yeah <laughs> oh yeah. or uh total recall or as, no said, it's running running man. Man. Running, man. running man Yep. yeah he played buzzsaw in running man same guy yeah he go, he's going through the party he's knocking people down he goes by <laughs> this guy dressed as a gorilla and, he, uh, who's, he and who's, the gorilla? His, who's the gorilla?
1: who's the gorilla
3: the gorilla is Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder plays a gorilla. <laughs> and he fights Arnold the Barbarian in this movie.
2: Hey, pal. And like, it, he fights. And he, he gets thrown over sure. a thing and lands on a couch. And he's like, oh, this is okay. Well, it's early Kane Hodder. That's the
1: early, And, and he's, he's he's the gorilla named Amy. And he's going, Amy, good gorilla. Good gorilla. And,
2: and if they made that movie today, he would have been on fire when he fell off
1: the game. Oh, coming. <laughs> It also reminds me is when you're having a Halloween party, one thing you have to have is some new shoes. So stop down at Jerkin' Shoes, where their logo is or their motto is "Stop working and start jerkin'."
3: That, that's a great motto.
2: <laughs> have you guys r- realized that that the one thing that's missing from this plot? I mean, it's got like a it's got a mystical skull that opens portals. It's got an undead guy, uh, like an undead cowboy. It's got two undead cowboys, yeah. right? Um. You know, the one thing that really doesn't factor all that much into the plot, like, i.e., this could have happened anywhere, is the house. There is one
3: line in it that just, they just throw in saying, well, this house is a, a gateway for magical portals and stuff. And they just kind of threw it in just so they could say, that's why we're in this
1: house. <laughs> right. That's it's called House yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah, but the house, <laughs> does, the house doesn't work though unless you have the skull up there on the fireplace. So what good yeah, is the house, you know?
3: So
2: It should be called House 2- Don't work without the skull. <laughs> hey, you know, and speaking of movies with crystal skulls, like it makes me, you know, there are movies with crystal skulls. Like what the 2014 movie Crystal Skulls with Sam Redford,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they would have hired some professional archaeologist or somebody that that skull wranglers. was good at like hunting down stuff and and you know finding crystal skulls, they could have taken that oh, like idea. Treat of, yeah, just like Treat Williams. Yeah, and
2: just like Treat Williams. And
1: and this, this, movie have, it, this movie would this movie had been over in 15 minutes. So hey. I want to be a Skull Wrangler. <laughs> you do that. Go out on the street and tell people you want to be a Skull Wrangler. See how far you get.
2: <laughs> hey, so w- were we in the middle of one of Mark's reasons? Uh, well,
3: kind of, yeah. <laughs> It don't matter. <laughs> it goes all over the place. No, just the uh, the barbarian guy he, coming yeah. into this party. Uh, he uh,
1: I, he I just look at, up. It, it, well, I look at that just like I think of like, Freddie Mercury in the studio playing the piano, playing Bohemian Rhapsody and stopping and going, okay, here's where the opera, this is where the opera begins. I can imagine them saying, okay, they got a party going on, and here's where the barbarian comes in, and everybody's going,
3: sure. Everything in this movie is designed just to keep the movie going forward. I actually have in my note called the MacGuffin skull. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's... The barbarian shows up, and why? Just to move the move the party into the jungle. <laughs> but um, he's great because they, when they go after him, uh, in true '80s fashion, the guy has an Uzi because everyone had an everybody Uzi. Everybody has an Uzi, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he cannot shoot this man with the Uzi for some reason. <laughs> then he pulls out a switchblade. He's like, "Yeah, come on." And he pulls yeah. out this this huge knife, and starts going after him, and he says, I love this knife. It's a part of me, and I'm going to make it part of you. Oh, no, wait, that was uh, Running Man again. Oh, right, right. He was like, (laughs) I'm going to give you a small from ear to ear. That's what this movie was missing.
1: (laughs) 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 It's it's also that part where he says, at first you don't like each other, and then yeah, friends. Your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: all right. I love Goonies. My- me! <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> all
1: right. My next reason baby pterodactyl shenanigans.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you got, you know, when he when he climbs up the tree, Jesse's climbing up the tree to, to get, get the crystal skull because he can't find Treat Williams. And uh, then there's the baby pterodactyl up there that keeps trying to bite his hands and stuff and then jumps on him and they're falling and then they come through the house. So now you got a baby pterodactyl running through the house with the skull in his mouth, the crystal skull, and just running around everywhere and they're chasing the bird. It's just slapstick comedy going on and and i I love it i do i think it's so fun
2: i get it right now you're at home going wait but jesse isn't jesse the old guy that that came back from the dead how could jesse be climbing a tree after a pterodactyl well he probably could he probably could have a a, undead but it happens that jesse the main character is also named Jesse, after his great-grandfather. That's right. So you Isn't got nice? two Aww.
1: Jesses. So we call the old Jesse Gramps throughout the movie, and then Jesse is Jesse.
3: And uh, Bill Maher shows up in this. Uh, as <laughs> <laughs> does. He yeah. the skeezy agent. And uh, throughout the movie, he wants Jesse's girl. Of course. Oh, It feels so dirty when they start talking cute. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> but the point is probably moved. <laughs> it's not hard to get Jesse's girl because, because there's, I'll make it my next reason. Jesse's old flame or whatever. Yeah. Like, so 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 she, she goes to this costume party and this chick, Rochelle, dressed as a as a maid. Is all over him, man. Like like, hey, I remember we broke up. Well, obviously you don't. Because you're <coughs> all over me. And so like every time she's around, it's really not his fault. He's like, right. I need to get away from you. No stop. And and and, and Bill Mars over there trying to get his current girlfriend to look at her so that you know he can see that they, they're doing all that and he can have her for his own. Because obviously he looks enough like Jesse that if she chooses to, to dump Jesse because of this. She's obviously going to go with him because, you know, he also has similarly colored hair and a big nose. <laughs> like, how, how is he even like the conciliatory plant? Like, he looks like he's ten years older. I, I, she wasn't in my main reasons, but I gotta point it out.
1: I say Rochelle, Rochelle in the, in the maid outfit. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, gotta like. She, she was
3: yeah. That was actually in my next, in my main reasons. Uh, she was played by an uh, actress slash model named Jane Modine. Right. Uh, Who uh, plays Drew Shell. And uh, she's been in just like, she's one of those actresses and actresses just like, oh, that person. I, right. I've seen them in, because she's been in Cheers and The Fall Guy and Street Hawk and right. Full House and she, all these. She characters. flew
1: the helicopter in, helicopter in Blue Thunder. I mean, she was all over the place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she was in Thunder of <laughs> the Barbarian. She was kidnapped by Arnold the Barbarian.
2: <laughs> but then, but in, in typical '80s movie form, even though you know he gets his girlfriend leaves him for some creep, you, you kind of end up going, "Well, you know, she was kind of not worth it anyway," because like all it took was was one unexplained thing, and she's out the door, uh, out of his life, and gone completely. So. It opens the door for some random chick who doesn't even speak English, who was going to get sacrificed. <laughs> and like I said, in typical '80s form, it's like, well, you know, we opened up that slot. Now let's bring some girl in, you know. <laughs> when Which I was watching it,
1: uh,
3: the uh, Jamie uh Rochelle character, uh, she's, she's gone. She, she, she's a, <laughs> first off, she's a very pretty girl. She got eaten by the giant rat creature, <laughs> and she's she's like. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like flirting with this guy big time And he's trying to push her away And and the whole time I'm watching I'm thinking, you know, the girl you're with Really isn't worth this much Devotion here well,
2: It's because she's guess. got psychic powers Oh right. yeah, that's the house yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> She's got a crystal skull inside her head
2: Speaking <laughs> <laughs> <And there's laughs> of crystal skulls, man Millie <laughs> Zane is really good Tell <laughs> me Oh man Show me
1: the power It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: like so, the pirates in that movie So since we're talking Go about
1: ahead. since we're talking about the uh, the girl that gets uh, saved, you know, in the altar universe or whatever, how Save. how about those tribal men that come in and like rough up gramps? <laughs> They're like the headhunters on the old Gilligan's Island episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, this is what rich white producers in the eighties thought Aztecs
2: looked like. Well, and, and like is, is it just me or when the guy gets his, his uh his mask knocked off, like they show him for a minute and he just kinda looks like uh Miguel Ferrer or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
2: He's he's kinda kinda balding. He looks like he's like Forty-two years old. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And here's where the Aztecs come in. <laughs> like, and, and, then, and then your friends. And then your friends. <laughs> the whole, whole temple <laughs> sequence is is a lot like a uh, Temple of Doom. You know, like like with the, they're up on the high ground and they see them, and there's a pit. Right. Throw somebody in. They pull
1: dudes' heart out. Right. Grimp's heart. They pull, <laughs> right. Right.
2: <laughs> and just just like in Temple of Doom, you know, like like it, it segues into another movie about crystals. Wait, no, no, that's the no. Phantom. Man. Yeah, that's right.
1: If they would have only taken that idea, maybe made a, a, a movie with maybe Indiana Jones or something, doing that kind of stuff, that might that might have worked.
2: Like Indiana Jones putting on a purple costume like Billy Zane? Yeah. Yeah. I I like it. We're sorry, Harrison Ford. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Okay. My last
1: reason for this movie is the Old West Showdown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, go ahead, man. Talk about the, the Old West Showdown. Talk about it.
1: I don't have to. It just I mean, okay. I, I would ruin too much if I, if you miss it. But he actually jumps through a window in his house and ends up in the Old West. And you have a showdown between Slim and Jesse. And it's awesome, man. I, I love the whole ending of this movie. I thought it was pretty well done. It's a lot of fun.
3: He could have just broken the window and gone through. But right. no, he goes <laughs> diving headfirst through a pane of glass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so just in case you're at home and you're lost... You're really not. I mean, so when you watch this movie, it's like they figure out that that, that Gramps had a skull. They go get the skull. They put the skull in place. These dimensional portals open up. They fight some things from the dimensional portals. They bring some stuff back through the dimensional portals to kind of fill the gaps in their lives. Like virgins. Right. (laughs) They didn't have a girl, so they got one. They didn't have any pets, so they have some weird animal husbandry with, with... with Gramps giving beer to the to yeah, the, putting
1: in a baby bottle and give it to the counter and, puppy. and
2: feeding steak to the baby uh, to the baby pterodactyl, which is awfully cute. Yes, um, yes. And and then you know they're like, well, you know, we've had a couple of portals open up. Let's just let's just end this thing. And Slim shows up, and they have a big old Wild West showdown, and then it's over. Right, free, that's free. <laughs> I mean, it, it really it really moves about that fast. It kind of reminds me of uh, of my science project yep. in that way too, because my science project's like oh, you know, you got to develop the characters a little so you know who they are. He finds the thing. Uh, It opens some dimensional portals. Dennis Hopper says, it's a funky valley high. And then it's over.
3: Yeah. You know, like last week when we were talking about house and how it's smarter than it looks, it's not that way with house two. What you see
2: is what you get. Yeah. (laughs) And and again, really not that much about the house. I even missed the line where they tried to tie it together. Yeah. I I even... I and imagine. the house they're in is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, that's it is. It's got great big like like Aztec uh, uh, banisters on <gasps> the on the stairs and. Oh wait a minute, we
1: might be onto something. There's Az- Aztec stuff on the outside and on the walls, and then they go and fight the Aztecs. Huh? They tied it in.
3: To, Wow, I guess they did put a little thought. <laughs> <in
1: it>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you get the pterodactyls because everybody knows that pterodactyls were around during the Aztecs.
2: Yeah, because that happened. Wait, wait, so so where does Treat Williams come in all this? He doesn't. When he when he oh, finds that. the when he
1: finds the crystal skull.
2: My main reason for watching this movie, other than weird animal husbandry, which, you know, you gotta watch for that. Um, is the fact that there isn't Treat Williams in yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is a good reason to watch That's it. A great I need reason. those skulls. <laughs> but I, I think you're gonna walk away from this movie remembering the John Ratzenberger part. Yes. Because yes. it, it's just that that's the part in the middle that I think most filmmakers who were influenced by this movie that make films today are doing. They're they're making this this weird like like hey what if blue collar workers were actually adventurers and and I think that 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 part is probably a big stem for a lot of that.
1: Jack Brooks Moby. Monster Slayer. Yeah yeah oh
2: well, great
3: movie. Um, Great bad movie, but, movie. <laughs> but uh, I didn't want to set up any false expectations. Uh, but yeah, most of the stuff we've been talking about here revolves around that entire portion John Ratzenberger's in the, yeah. the Aztecs, the temple, the sacrifice. The, well, it's, it's also
2: his right. It all moves so fast. Yeah. Once once the plot, and you know, I, I've got reasons, you know, set a puppy. Charlie's a reason, his friend. But but they're all They all tie into All these things The reason I like Charlie Is because he's this Goofnut gonzo Kind of shallow character And um, And he's funny But He's funny because they give him all these opportunities to be the paladin from the Dungeons and Dragons show. Where he's like, oh, uh oh, I don't think I want to go in there. And then he's like, I'm the guy who could get you there. I've got a switchblade and a gun. Oh, no, there's a thing. I mean, he's just, he's funny because they put him in situations to be fun.
1: <laughs> Since there is no treat Williams, then I guess we'll just have to move right along to Top Five Lines. Top Five Lines. Top Five, top five, five Lines. lines Yay! Yeah. Yes, we try to lay out the top five lines of this movie. Some of them may be true, some may not. So I'll kick this one off. And I have to go with Bill Mayer. Bill Meyer. I'll get it right here in a second. Bill Meyer. Uh, Mayer? <laughs> Oscar Myers. Oscar Myers. But uh, when he says, uh, Who's your friend? Bozo the clown? And Charlie goes, No, Bozo the death machine. <laughs> it's
2: not that that funny guys it kind of was that funny i don't know how i missed that damn line because that's full that's hilarious yeah it's in there it's hilarious. (laughs) you know much like uh george went in the first one i've got john ratzenberger lines and i'm going to say uh john ratzenberger says as he's looking through the house he's i've seen this before and it makes my adenoids curdle.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one, too. Uh, uh. My line uh,
3: is from Charlie, when he's hanging out with Gramps, and they've been drinking, and uh, they've been looking at the stars, and Gramps mentions that they- He doesn't see as many stars as when he was a kid. And and Charlie says, well, you know, Gramps, it's the ozone. It's insect repellent, underarm deodorant. Maybe just a pinch of communism is making the stars fade away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So my next line is Charlie, you know, when they get to the sacrifice, and uh, the the ladies out on the ta- the stone table, and everybody but Jesse seems okay to just let this girl get killed. They're all just kind of <laughs> watching, and then you know Jesse steps up and says, "Stop!" and uh, and the guy looks at him, and they all look kind of mad. And Charlie says, "Oh, we thought it was someone we knew. Go ahead, enjoy." <laughs> 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 He's like, "If I have to fight them, uh, no." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what you got, Mark? Okay, um, this is
3: when Gramps has a uh, stare down with Arnold the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> the Barbarian wants to steal the skull. Gramps is in his way and says, You better pack your ass in a suitcase and head for Panama. Oh, nice.
2: <laughs> me. So my last one <laughs> is, again, a John Ratzenberger line. And he says... I've seen enough tragedy and dis- and disaster to make you upchuck in your shorts.
1: Right. Yeah, that's another great one.
3: Mark, you got another one? Yeah, um, you know, most of my notes were just lines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can you say about the plot? The, the plot just
2: like a scriptwriter diarrhea, man.
3: It's just... <laughs> but, uh Again, just an honorable mention: the the Aztec going mushi, mushi, mushi. That line's also uh, in
2: uh, Punisher.
1: Yeah, it's also <laughs> in uh, it's also in uh, what was that movie with about the the archaeologist that looks for the skull? Uh, uh, uh um, the Phantom. the Phantom, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this line it's a long one. It's also the exposition of why they're in the house, <laughs> given by Grandpa. He's puts the skull on the fireplace and says remember boys this house is a temple as fantastic as any castle or pyramid you've ever seen it don't know time or space or any of that hogwash but forces of evil are always after that skull so you gotta help me protect it so don't let no one touch the dang thing you hear
2: (laughs) (laughs) you could have read that line at the beginning and we might have just not even had to have the rest of his show. <laughs> yeah, that's why I saved it for the end. <laughs> uh, we do have a slot to fill. <laughs> House two, y'all. House uh, two. Electric Boogaloo. I mean,
1: and, of course, the, the, the top line of all of them is when uh, when Bill Meyer is looking at, at uh, Jesse and he says... Hey, are you going to finish off that summer sausage? <laughs> I'll get it next time. Next time. Tell me. That's our top five, top five lines. Top five lines. Top five lines. Yay! That might be the longest top five line segment we've ever gone through. <laughs> uh, and
3: I don't envy your editing process.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, what did we learn from this movie? What I learned is baby pterodactyls are cute
2: and mean. I've learned that if your grandfather has a crystal skull buried with him, you should probably leave it there.
1: Yep. Or he'll come out of the the ground with a mask that looks like uh, one of the creatures from They Live.
2: Or Bill Maher
1: will
3: steal your girlfriend. I learned if you're at a Halloween party dressed as a gorilla and somebody shoves you, let it go <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like a scene from wishmaster there no no it's not
1: <laughs> rating time. oh rating time So, I'm going to give this movie, and and like I said, I really enjoyed revisiting it, but I'm going to give it 26 Madonna wannabes.
2: Oh, we didn't even mention Chick when her, of course, then again, that's because it's really not part of the movie. Right. Um, you do have to
3: mention that her band is Puce, Glitz, and the Avoiders. (laughs) That's true.
2: That, that is pretty dang awesome. So so the redhead that we mentioned from The Mask, uh, she's got like a recording uh, thing. And it is a reason to watch the movie that she's in her panties and that thin shirt for a minute. Um, but anyway, yeah, Squids and The Avoiders. You know, because there's a crystal skull that factors into this and there are other movies with crystal skulls and uh, the crystal skull is such an important part of this, I think I'm going to have to give it... Uh, Four phantoms on horseback. (laughs) (laughs) Ride, Billy Zane, ride.
3: (laughs) And let's see, I will have to give this one ten puce glitz and the avoiders singing that I'd be taken up to hyperspace. Get that ten times? Yeah, yeah, awesome. I'll, maybe once, so I don't think I could go through. Too we'll just others. record
2: it once, then we'll yeah. play it over L- and over.
1: Let's again. just say Here that the House Two soundtrack did not fare well as far as album sales. <laughs> and as always, Brian Blessed, what do you think of <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of House Two? The hunter becomes the hunter.
2: Ah. Oh, that's a good synopsis. Everybody's of this movie. hunting the the, the skull. <laughs> yeah, right. Slim is hunting Jesse. <laughs>
1: Right, you got Billy Zane riding around with chasing Treat Williams with a spear gun, you got, you and got, and pirates. You got Bill Mar hunting Jesse's girl. <laughs> I need those skulls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be right back.
0: The Helming Power Hour is brought to you by Bill Towner, electrician and adventurer. Just show him what needs fixing, Bill Towner. He's been through this kind of thing before. From fixtures to sockets, from wiring to fuse boxes and meters, to alternate universes and dimensions. Call Bill at 1-800-555-BILL. That's 1-800-555-2455 when you need the help of a professional. Office is located at 9336 Waterbury Road in Highland, California. Bill Towner, electrician and adventurer, is a proud sponsor and official electrician of the Helming Power Hour. And now, Did You Know, with the king
5: of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Uh, did You Know, man, is uh, brought to you by the King's Jungle Room. It's the, the wildest spot on Bell Street, baby. Come on down to Memphis and get yourself a fried peanut butter and nanner sandwich. My buddy Red's uh, working the, work the kitchen. He'll uh, fry up a pound of bacon, even deep fried twink if you want one, baby. We only use 100% uh, pure lard in our kitchen. So come on in for our special of the month, too. We got the coronary. We'll take a whole loaf of Italian bread and slice it lengthwise there. Hollow it out and slather in the butter. And we add a whole jar of jelly. I like strawberry, but we got whatever flavor you want. Blackberry, maybe even some dingleberry, I don't know. But a whole jar of creamy peanut butter goes in next. That's right, a whole jar of jelly. And a whole jar of peanut butter, creating two large boats of PB and J. Finally, we had a whole pound of fried bacon. We we'll reunite the sandwich halves, deep fry it and serve it. Why you in the jungle room, baby? Slip back into Scylla's lounge for some tasty drinks to quench a, a king sized thirst. Well that's the jungle room. Right down on Bill Street in the heart of Memphis. Proud sponsors of the Helming Power Hour. Hell to the king, baby all right let's do this thing what's it called again did you know all right here we go what movie the movie house house two is that what that kid in play oh that's house house party i remember we used to have some house parties down at the down at graceland baby i'd get in there and play on the set a pound of bacon in a bowl on top of it and played uh my heart's content oh oh yeah back to this all right did you know that uh bill tanner the electrician adventurer there he's played by john ratzenberger oh yeah i had a ratzenberger one time over in uh, cleveland man i tell you what it's a damn good burger Anyway, he was he was known for uh, playing Cliff on uh, the TV show on Cheers there. You may remember the other film, House, that uh, the Helming Power Hour did last week. Uh, well, it featured uh, another cast member from the TV show Cheers, George Went, who was Harold. And, of course, uh, on Cheers, Cliff's uh, best friend was Norm. Did you know that... Uh, well, did you know I love s'mores? i tell you what. Man, Lisa Marie and me, we'd grab us some, uh, some graham crackers and uh, some Hershey bars there and melt some giant marshmallows down in the fireplace there. And she'd say, Daddy, give me one of them mallards. Man, man, them things are huge. <laughs> did you know, to aid in the promotion there of the movie, a number of giveaway items were sent to... To movie theaters, they included crystal skull nightlights and catterpuppy figurines. Lisa Marie wanted a cat or puppy one time. We had to fly out to China. They do that kind of crazy breeding thing, you know. They'll make anything in China. Hey, Red. Hey, go in there in the kitchen, man, and uh, and give me a uh, give me a pound of butter over here for the for this sandwich. Yeah, man. I, I'm doing a show right now. Uh, for the Hail Ming Power Hour. Yeah. Uh, did you know? You ever heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be on there on that podcast this weekend, man. Yeah. Oh, I got to get back to work. Um, did you know? Did you know I'm really hungry? I just keep thinking about food, man. I tell you what. I do enjoy that movie there, House 2, the second store. But, uh, man, I enjoy me a, a big old Chicago pizza or a a Denver omelet, a moon's over Miami down at the Waffle House. All right, on second thought, guys, uh, I ain't going to be able to do this show here. I got to go give me something to eat. Well, thank you for listening to the Helming Power Hour, though. You've been listening to Did You Know? Sort of.
0: On the Helming Power Hour. Looking for a neat gift idea for your loved one? Is your child wanting a new pet? Tired of the same old exotic pets you see in the stores? Then do we have a pet for you. The Catter Puppy. In the age of breeding dogs, to get sizes and different looks and colors, comes the science we've been dreaming about. The Catter Puppy. Breeding a dog and a caterpillar to become one cute pet. Come to Sally's Caterpuppies, Beauty Shop and Small Engine Repair today. And pick out your new best friend. Out on Route 3 in the trailer park down by the nuclear plant. Get your Catter Puppy today. All righty, folks. That's
1: another one in the can. And, and that's not from one of our sponsors either, but it could be.
2: That's right. Uh, Chuck's Plumbing. That's another one in the can. <laughs> Make sure it goes down.
1: Which also can be related to s- Cindy's
2: sensational smells. <laughs> right. Uh, or I pity the stool. I pity the stool. <laughs> another one in the can. I pity I the me. stool. <laughs> Morgan's Taco and Run. Yep. <laughs> Two
1: burritos to go.
2: We can have have Dark City Plumbing. Shut it down forever. All
1: right, folks, we're getting kind of goofy here, but this is what happens when the three of us get together, and uh, we always have a great time. And we're so glad that you joined us and hung out with us for this episode. Hey, take the time, visit House 2 again. It's not technically a horror movie, but it's got some fun stuff in it. It's not even a
2: great movie, but it's a lot of fun.
1: It really is. Uh, So like you said earlier, if if you like Weird Science and and My Science Project, this fits in real nicely with those. And you can actually do House 1 and House 2 together, and that's a pretty good combo. They both work. Maybe not necessarily with each other, but they both work. (laughs)
2: Lois watched them with me, and, and she was saying, you know, I really enjoyed House Two a lot more. She said, I remember House One and it's it's kind of a classic in, in my memory, but House Two is just a lot more fun.
1: Yeah. And I think it's just the fact of you've kind of forgotten about it and revisiting you, you are like watching it again for the first time. So uh
2: I enjoyed it. Yeah, well there's a lot of reasons to watch it. That's why we kinda of got all over each other.
1: You wanna go over because, it? we can go over each and each and every reason of why to watch it. Oh, that's kinda of what we do on this show though, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Oh well. Cat a puppy. John Ratzberger. catapuppy that's all you need to
1: know right? that's right and baby We're, we will baby Terry post Terry a picture
2: of puppy because he is damn
1: cute yes so all right folks so that's going to do it for us we appreciate you hanging out with us and we appreciate mark allison hanging out with us again man as always just a uh, fun getting to hang out with you buddy it's it's been a while since i've seen you so glad to have you with us man welcome back <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a little preview of things to come just to, you know, throw that out there. <laughs> but no man, it, it again is great hanging out with you guys. I always have so much fun when three of us get together and you guys are the man collectively.
1: <laughs> you guys together. are the man. I can man. <laughs> there's no there's no way the three of us could ever describe to all of you out there how many bad movies we actually sat and watched together on our lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> From work, we Good would we would drive to my my apartment where we stay, where I stayed at, and we would just grab the worst stuff and and watch it, and it was the highlight of the days. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Beastmaster two, yes. <laughs> <All the time.
2: laughs> I think it was Beastmaster three, the Eye of Braxis. Hey,
1: don't forget Milo. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, and what was that movie with? Um... Uh, you know, the one where they're hunting the, the crystal skull there. Um, uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, uh,
3: the, 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 the skulls? The Phantom? The Phantom, yeah. yeah okay, yes.
1: Skulls. Is, oh, right, skulls, right, right. Skulls. Yep. you yeah. need those skulls. <laughs> where they take the crystal skull and melt it down to rings and they give it to everybody that's in their club?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That. Melted skull rings. <laughs>
1: folks that's going to do it for us so from house two from the time machine back to wherever we're from (laughs) go to itunes go to itunes check us out leave us reviews all that good stuff it's all good that's all you need to know check out legion podcast (laughs) for for counter i'm rick and i'm danny and i helped (laughs) we'll see you next time folks (laughs)
2: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Family, loyalty, and true friendship. These things can see you through the worst of times and the most dangerous adventures. Whether it's plunging through a prehistoric jungle or fighting to save a virgin sacrifice, family and true friends will be with you through thick and thin. When that crystal skull is activated and that zombie horse brings your torturer through the dinner table, You know you'll never be alone and have to face it. As always, remember actions speak louder than catchphrases. Good night, everybody.
4: (laughs) Members of the audience will receive the following. Classic Curves by Dittos, the pants for feel Good Company. A gift certificate from Maru Chan Ramen Noodles. rice a All guests receive a copy of the Helming Home Game. Thanks to the creative minds and special appearances of Mark Allison, Jeremy Finch, and Jacob Kennedy. Hail Ming is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. Check out all the great shows at legionpodcast.com. Hail Ming is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Legion Podcast. This is Dan Pardo saying, good night.